0: From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Robin Tran is my guest. I don't know Robin very well, but I saw her perform uh, in San Francisco at Clusterfest. She was really funny. I knew she was good at roasts, and I watched some of the roast clips. And, uh, a cool person to talk to. What else is there? Oh, I have a Zoom show coming up August... When is it? August 11th, I think. I'm doing another crowd work show. I'm going to stall while I look up on my calendar when this show is. It's on the 11th, Nowhere Comedy Club. And, uh... I've done like three of them now, I think, and they're pretty fun. You just sit home and you... It's a crowd work show. Yeah. And Todd Berry podcast t-shirts and mugs, I believe, are available at toddberry.com slash shows. We'll be right back with Robin Tran. Welcome, Robin. Hi. Um, you're, this is history. You're the first trans guest I've ever had on the show.
1: Oh, wow. Do I get a cookie or, I, I mean, what do I, it's a lot of I, pressure. Uh, I, do I represent every trans person in the no, world? No, right no, I don't think so. Okay. I just,
0: I'm, I'm patting myself on the back for something that's really, I should have done
1: <laughs> you four should. years ago. Can I do the same joke I do every time I'm on a, like a podcast? Yeah. Being trans is very bad for audio. That's the, I do that every I don't get oh because oh because oh, my voice yeah if you don't say I'm trans people will get confused right up right off the bat
0: maybe I'll do like every twenty seconds I'll just have a voice over the guest is trans <laughs> <laughs> please keep in mind the guest is trans
1: <laughs> you're allowed uh, to you're allowed to misgender me five times on this show and it's mm-hmm. completely okay that's that's my <laughs> how many how five, many
0: misgenders do you give people in real life or is, is it
1: yeah like like five.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's a mistake a nice person could make.
1: Oh yeah, it, it happens all the time. You know the the pandemic has been going on so long now that I haven't been putting on makeup. This is like I barely put on makeup anymore. I started misgendering myself by accident and I was like, "Oh, oh really? I'm I'm the worst trans person in the world." Oh, man. Apparently when I don't wear makeup, I forget that I'm transgender, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> What is the uh for comics, like, say something funny is the worst thing. What is the say something funny of, for trans people? Like, the thing well, you're dreading? Well,
1: that it someone used to might be, ask you. It used to be, like, if you're going to get the surgery or hormones and stuff, but people don't really. Um, people haven't really asked me any annoying questions for a long time. I think, I think more people know who I am now. One of my goals, like, when. When I first came out, I, I stopped getting booked on certain shows because, like, not because they were being transphobic, but more like, I don't know, if, now that you're trans, it might be too divisive and stuff. So I had to, like, kind of, you know, do um other shows and stuff. And my goal was, like, I just want to be famous enough where people just know I'm transgender, you know, where people are going to look at me because I'm famous and not because I look weird. So mm-hmm. people tend to, like, leave me alone with the trans stuff now. Sometimes people... They- well, sometimes people will say to me things like, um, wow, you're actually really funny. Like, they'll, they'll yeah, say like they're surprised. So I think that kind of bothers
0: me sometimes. Because they're saying, like, it's not just a gimmick, huh? It's like you're actually familiar. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, you know, you know I, I thought you were going to be dog shit, but apparently yeah. you're not. So
0: um, That's weird that someone would not have you on because and, and, they think it's divisive. Like
1: It was a 2015 and it was Orange County.
0: Okay. I don't know a lot about Orange County, but I think I know what you're saying.
1: It's Well, it's, they've been under the news lately a lot. They're the ones that yeah, yeah. are protesting all the, the shutdowns and, everything. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I grew up most of my life.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. D- um, did you live there because JetBlue flies out of there? Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I just like, uh, um, I, was, I was born in uh, Garden Grove, and he's moved to LA last year.
0: Do you live in L.A. proper? Because I was reading on you and uh, reading about you. It,
1: yeah, I live uh, right next to Culver City.
0: See, I don't even know what Culver City is, man.
1: I don't know where anything is. I have a horrible sense of direction. So I don't know what L.A. What is L.A. proper?
0: Oh, I don't know what that means either. I, oh, thought, so we're both- I thought I read <laughs> Yeah, We'd have both. This is a terrible conversation. And it's my fault.
1: Can we edit this out of the (laughs) – this is a bad uh, first impression I'm getting. No, I
0: read something about you, and it said that you lived an hour and a half from L.A., like in some city I've never heard
1: of. Yeah, that was uh, when I lived in Orange County. That's one of the reasons why we moved to L.A. was because, like, the commute to Los Angeles was, like – I had an audition for Just for Laughs, like my second audition, and Uh uh, it took us three hours to get to the comedy store. And I was planning on eating dinner before – but it, since it took so long, I was hungry. I was in a bad mood, and I kind of bombed the audition. And I was like, "We gotta, we gotta move to LA. I can't like, you know, like let opportunities slide because I the commute was too long." So you we also just
0: commute. you could just buy some kind bars for the road. Also, that yeah, that's,
1: that, yeah, that would have been better. To, <laughs> it would have been a lot cheaper than moving to LA.
0: Right? <laughs> you just need a little
1: snack, and you're yeah, that's all set. true.
0: <laughs> we should move back to Orange County now. Did you ever end up going to Just for Laughs?
1: Uh, no, I auditioned and, um, I don't think I got in this year. I think,
0: uh, it's a joke. I'm doing it in, yeah, I'm doing it in a week from now. I'm doing
1: it. Oh, really? (laughs) It's it's all on Zoom now, right? (laughs) Jeff Phillips is just on Zoom now? oh
0: so the, uh, so you're in Culver City. Yeah. What is, is, isn't that where Weezer lives? Uh,
1: (laughs) I don't know. They, they, uh, they used to be my favorite band, so.
0: That would be I'd weird like if the whole video. band lived in Culver City like everyone. Yeah. <laughs> what – um so ha- when's the last time you did a sh- – have you done many Zoom shows? Like I've proper done, shows?
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, I've done like four or five um, Zoom shows. One of them I did like a full – um I did like 45 minutes on one of the shows. And I did like 30 minutes of new material. It was one of the most fun, fun sets I ever had. It was like almost all like about, you know, the protests and the – I actually did 30 minutes of brand new material from like the last like two months. And I've never churned out material that quickly before. I think I'm just like, I'm so invested in like all the current events and everything, you know? So, um, and since like, there's no audience in front of you, like there's no live audience in front of you, there's like less pressure to like get a laugh right away, you know, like the the insecurity or or whatever. So you kind of just have more time to kind of slow down and, you know, say some darker things, and people feel more comfortable laughing at dark shit when they're at just at home in their living rooms. You know, right? They get high a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've done some of that, but I've actually just been trying to churn out more material. Like with every all the different social medias, like I'm trying to like learn the languages of all the different social medias. Like I'll write longer posts on Facebook, shorter jokes on Twitter, um, post um, stand up clips on on Instagram and TikTok. And so TikTok I was is weirdly
0: fond and infuriating. I joined recently. Yeah,
1: yeah. So TikTok, I kind of went. I had, I have, um, I've been doing a lot of TikTok the past two weeks because um, in one week I got more exposure on TikTok than I have in eight years of doing comedy, like really? combined. Yeah, I, I started putting like little short clips on TikTok. Um, Like you stand up clips And for a while It wasn't really hitting You know A lot of um, people Were just like Oh what, what is this thing You know Or whatever And then I guess There's like a There's a gay TikTok And straight TikTok I did not know this Right Okay So gay, gay TikTok Found my videos And my videos Just exploded And then they went Into all the comment Sections And they just shouted down all the transphobes and I've never had that happen before in all my years of doing comedy so I started just posting my videos and then one of them got like a million views in a week oh man and so now it's like I got like 60,000 followers on TikTok in like the past week and they've been just kind of funneling into my my Twitter and my Instagram and so like now I'm just like now I'm actually making videos on TikTok like little like stand-up jokes that never worked on stage and uh-huh. I'm just making very short jokes and putting subtitles on them. And that's, that's how I'm doing comedy now. I'm just figuring out, like, different ways to do comedy without doing live comedy in front of me.
0: So you're just using it to show your stand-up clips, essentially. You're not doing it. You're not doing fancy TikTok-y transitions no, I'm, and uh, I'm, <laughs> swirls and uh, I'm bad at effects. that stuff. Yeah. No.
1: No, but I am doing, like, I just started, I've made three so far, a very short Just short jokes that never worked on stage in front of a camera and cutting Uh them up to make it look like, you know, they're like little short movies and stuff. That's what I was doing this morning, too.
0: Do you watch a lot? Like, I find a lot. I watch a lot of them before I go to sleep, which is probably not the best (laughs) time to watch. Because they're either like – either it's like, all right, cooking. That's cool. You made your own – Doritos. That's interesting. Or it's like here's a racist woman yelling at a guy you know, on a driveway, and then there's like ten of those. You're like, oh, I don't want to see ten of those. I only want to see nine of those. I don't I want to see, see- like, give me six before bedtime.
1: <laughs> no, when I actually up- don't. I don't watch. Uh, I don't watch the TikToks. I just kind of use it to promote myself.
0: Do you? Uh, do you ever go through? Because I see people. I feel like some people are getting off Twitter, or there's always someone who's talking about it. I think I might be happier if I got off it, but I'm too weak to get off it.
1: <laughs> I actually don't mind social media at all. I know a lot of people hate it, uh-huh. um, but no, I I'm on my phone all day long, and I'm kind of tired of pretending that I hate it. You know, right. everyone has to like be like, oh, I hate, I just, I'm addicted to my phone. And what else am I going to do? We can't go outside, so I I think everyone just kind of needs to embrace that they. They like this thing that they claim to hate because if you really hated it, you would just leave, right?
0: Right. I think. I mean, I think it's love hate kind of thing. I think what made it helpful for me is I stopped reading most replies. Right. They, right. Because I realized what's what is in that for me to read those. If if one person says something shitty.
1: Yeah, you know, I started. I learned the mute conversation thing pretty recently. How I've does been that? Reading, See, how
0: does that work? Actually.
1: So, so you just kind of go on your tweet, and you there was like a little. Um, little down arrow thing mute conversation you get you get no notifications uh and it's just like it's just like not even because i got retweeted by some people with like a lot of followers and i'm not used to like this kind of exposure and i'm like oh this is unpleasant so i just muted every time i get retweeted by someone big i just mute the conversation and like go about my day it's like throwing a grenade into a room and just leaving just letting everyone fight with each other and they don't bother you
0: yeah i um I, I know they added that feature that I was like I'd always said there should be a no reply feature and now they have it and now it's like you can't use it now because now you just look like you're oh what are you afraid of afraid <laughs> of the replies of the fans it's like, oh. yes and uh,
1: yeah do you get a lot I, of hate mail
0: no I don't I don't get a lot but there's always and there's always the people who are just trying to go toe to toe with you a little bit yeah because they think you're supposed to bust the comics you know balls yeah right and but. For, I mean, I get a, ma- mainly nice people and mainly people just trying to be funny themselves. But
1: Oh, yeah. I get a lot of that. Like a lot of uh, people who never did comedy. So they're doing yeah. open-minded jokes to you, hopefully. They're hoping that you, you laugh at them and you discover them or
0: something, right? Or they uh, sometimes they'll – I mean, this is flattering, but it, I don't know where it's me out when they, they'll reference one of my old jokes to me. Oh, like, oh really? Because I remind them. But I guess that's a total compliment that I'm finding a negative about.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I, I was actually <laughs> going to start quoting your jokes back to you. So oh, you told were me you like, really? Yeah, I, I think ba- basically on. basically, you do – I know you're not known for a roast battle or like roasting, mm-hmm. but you have my – you have a style of comedy that I, I like the most when it comes to roasting is that you never go for the easy joke. You, you go very specific and personal, right? Like – and it's very dry and it's very – very hurtful, like really? I, remember, you know, the the Patrice roast that I've listened to your Patrice roast that I've listened to the whole roast so many times is uh-huh. when you you go in and you start shitting on the venue, which I think is the funniest thing to do. <laughs> you, you you know you come in you're like and I saw not one but two pizzas being cut up <laughs> into half slices to give the illusion that it was more and just is like you gave uh, just like the little things you say like there's a lot of themes tonight. Patrice is annoying. Patrice is fat I knew Patrice when he was just fat just like just very like you don't go for the easy joke and you do this thing where uh, I didn't realize that I did kind of similar things when you're roast battling and -hmm. someone's joke bombs you actually like you let them know structurally why the joke didn't work and that's there's nothing more hurtful than like you know when you say like oh I think that needed like one more line. (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> that shit's so mean. I like I do that too. It's like when someone is bombing with a long joke, I'm like, I think you needed more things on that list, and I think that joke would have really killed. Maybe they didn't hear you. You want to say
0: it again? So
1: I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of uh, your style of roasting, even though you don't do it very often.
0: I uh, I it's weirdly fun. Like when I did Roast Battle, I actually won two rounds on Comedy Schedule. I and just I, I just
1: rewatched those, yeah.
0: Did a separate one where I did Brendan Walsh. Brendan I, Walsh. I, but I always like – some people get really like I'm not going to make fun of a guy's dad who died. Like I just would never do that. But I understand also that all right, they're friends and the person doesn't really care that they're making fun of them. But I just – I try to do it without getting to where I feel dirty. I,
1: I feel bad because like back then I did all those jokes. Like I made fun of – like there's was one joke. I just won't even tell you what it was. But I made some, I made fun of something super personal because I just really wanted to get on TV And it's like if I if I make fun of this guy's wife who something horrible happened, I'll get on TV. And then after like now that a few years have passed, I'm like, I wish I didn't say that shit, you know. But I think a lot of young people want to make a name for themselves in Roast Battle. So they just kind of went there.
0: Yeah, there seems in the L.A., the L.A. belly room scene that that seems like some of those people, are it's life or death for them.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But ever since I got on the, the show, I kind of toned down on the really horrible shit.
0: But I mean, I do, I, I do. Do you think it's a rough time for roast? Because I feel like every time I hear some, you know, woke criticism, I feel like how is how is a roast going to survive that? Because you just yeah. pluck any <laughs> roast line and put it on paper, and you sound like a, a racist or a uh, transphobe.
1: You know, I think, um, I don't know what the future holds for roasting. Um, I'm kind of not in the roasting mood right now with the way the world is going, but Uh what I, what I always loved about the roast battle, it was just like the idea of consent, you know, I -hmm. think that's what makes it different from a lot of other kinds of entertainment is that like, um, everyone is in on the joke. If you're in that room, you know, you're going to hear some horrible shit. Like if you take that context out and the the consent out, then it's horrible. But I started putting my roast battles on TikTok actually to see what Gen Z would think about it. You know, Gen Z is even younger than we are and they love it. And I was surprised that, you know, they're supposedly offended by everything, but they think, see, this is what dark humor is. This is kind of, they like that everyone's friends with each other and it's kind of joking and there's a context. Um, so I think that the, um, the fear that the woke crowd will be upset with it is just gonna be a very small portion of the woke crowd, I think.
0: Mm. Because I find one of the problems, even though, I mean, obviously there's racists and bigots and bad people, but there's also people who just, I don't think, should weigh in on comedy because they truly don't get jokes. I think that's true.
1: Yeah. But, I, you know, the ones that bother me the most are not even the ones that be like, oh, you're racist, you're sexist. But, like, just like whenever I would make an innocent joke about, like, I just wrote one time, I wrote, um, you know, uh, 2020 sucks so bad that um, there was an earthquake and no one gave a shit. It's a very innocent joke. And somebody wrote a paragraph about like, actually, earthquakes are this. And I'm like, I can't make fun of fucking earthquakes. Like, what can I even joke about anymore? You know, like I'm like a woke person or whatever, you know, but it's like. Right. But yeah, they every now and then. I think I think there are people out there who they don't they don't attempt to make jokes in real life. So they don't understand what a joke is. And I'm learning that a lot of Gen Z, um, they don't even like stand-up comedy as an art form. That's what I'm realizing now. It's like a lot of them, they they just don't watch it.
0: How old are Gen Z people, like 11?
1: (laughs) I think they're, I don't know. I know they're younger than millennials. I would say like they're like 18 and younger, I think around there,
0: but they're different than millennials. I don't know if they're Gen X or Boomer.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure either.
0: I think from the year, th- I don't want to reveal how old I am, even though you could look it up in 12 seconds, but <laughs> they, uh, like, I feel like I'm right on the, the cusp of being Boomer. I'll, I'd rather be Gen X. It sounds makes me sound young.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. And also, like, they didn't do anything bad or good. He's like the most useless people.
0: <laughs> I'm happy to be one of the more useless people. Do you, um, were you ever a road dog? No, no, I hated all that stuff.
1: Really? I never, I never, like, or did you like the, you, you did your whole um, crowd
0: work tour, right? Oh, I've been touring so, for decades.
1: So you, you, uh, you enjoy the touring and the going mm-hmm. to different cities and all that stuff? I think it's kind of important, actually. Why? Why is that?
0: I just feel like, oh, I love this topic, so I'm excited about talking. No,
1: to go, it. please, please. I, want I, to uh, more.
0: I just feel like if you, like, if you made a movie or something, you would want it to be like, hey, I want it to sh- be seen in two cities in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right, I feel like right. I, you go out and you go to like, travel all over. You meet people who, first, you see a city you've never been to, even if it might seem boring. It, right. It's always something you can find. And you yeah. get to, you bring it to the people. I think it's, it's important. And it's also, I think, better for development as a comic because doing seven minutes in a bar in LA or New York for your friends. Yeah. It's just not this. It's not really, that's not a real audience necessarily.
1: I understand. So like you, you must really miss it with this pandemic. pandemic. I do. I miss hotels.
0: I want to be in a hotel.
1: Oh really? You like hotels? Oh my God.
0: What do you like about them? Uh, (laughs) I just like that they're, uh, well they're clean. Yeah. Although maybe now they're not, but yeah. And they're just, you know, I just get caught up in, like, frequent flyer miles and silly shit like that. and Yeah. But, so you don't like to travel?
1: I I don't know if you and I can have more opposite views on touring than...
0: <laughs> but That's I all right. That. It makes for a I, spicy I, conversation. No,
1: I, I I admire that. I just don't, um, I'm kind of uh, agor- agoraphobic, actually. I don't really like to, to leave the house, like, at all. Um,
0: do indoor I, shows. Don't do... A-
1: <laughs> I, every, because every time I would go on stage No matter where it was Like It would be a, a whole day Just of anxiety Never the stage time The stage time was The easiest part of the day or, You know Half an hour on stage In front of hundreds of people I can do that in my sleep You know But everything else to travel, leaving the house and like getting a lift or driving, finding parking, having to be around people. Like, I'm very introverted, you know, like I hate being around people. I don't like networking. I don't like talking before shows or after shows. And, um, I just like, I hate being away from my, my home. I, I always have like when I first started comedy, I knew like, I don't think I'm ever going to tour. I better figure out a different way to put my name out there. Like that's like my first year of comedy. Um, So that's kind of what I've been doing is um, how do I make a name for myself without touring? And like, how do I get my name out there, you know, for different people? Like, how how do I get people from the South to like me or whatever, you know, like trying to get my videos out there. So that's kind of how I've been trying to make a name for myself. Well, that's the
0: thing. I mean, another reason I like touring is that I think if you did, if you did a show in Birmingham, Alabama, you would get your, you know, you would get a crowd that appreciates what you do and the people who wouldn't aren't going to show up depending on where you perform. But if you get a fan base is what I
1: mean. Yeah. I think I, maybe I'd be more open to it now. Um, but I, yeah, for a long time I was just very um, close, you know, close minded about all that stuff. And so, you know, I think you saw me at a uh, cluster I, you gave me I a did. compliment. I don't know if I you did. remember that was very nice. I was, I remember thinking like um, I was very flattered by that. So like that was a big weekend, right? Clusterfest in front of like yeah. nine, nine thousand people. Like, my biggest crowd ever, and I, I like, I was so happy with my set. I almost cried afterwards. Like it, it uh-huh. was like there was like a big moment for me. But um, I didn't do anything for a month after that. That's how much it took out of me. I'm very the the. It's very draining for me to be around that many people at one time.
0: That's As weird because no, I, I did happy. a I did a Zoom show. Believe it. I'm not joking. The other night I did a crowd work show, like an hour. Yeah. Afterwards, I I felt like I needed to fucking just drink a scotch or something or Oh really? I did <laughs> well, but I I just felt it, it did drain me. It drained you, right? Like yeah. yeah, there was no airport, there was no anything like that, but
1: Oh that's so yeah, that's interesting. I, oh. I get like these I actually get these comedy highs when I do internet shows. Yeah. I think this is more this is more my element. I've been addicted to the internet for like twenty two years. This is like uh my kind of world. The world that comedians hate right now, unfortunately I'm doing pretty well and I feel a little bad about that. No, um, I don't feel bad. No, but I, because I think people do, I, I you know I read Twitter and I know people look at people like me, like I'm not a, I'm not a real comic because I don't travel, I don't tour, I don't headline theaters and stuff. But I'm just trying to make my own way with like how limited I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there to, to be back to the touring thing though. I mean, all this, all those traveling. Because every time I travel, I go, oh, I fucking hate traveling. So I, yeah, it's not like hey, I just love the four hour <laughs> ride to the airport when there's traffic. Oh, I love getting up seven. You know, a lot of it I do hate, but the, ultimately, yeah, the good, the good always the bad for me. But and also, you make money on the road, you know.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, you know, you know what I started doing? I put my Venmo on TikTok, <laughs> oh, and
0: man.
1: this is this has never happened before in all my years of doing comedy. Every day for two weeks, I've been getting donations from people. Really? I'm actually I'm actually making money doing comedy during a pandemic. It's like it's the craziest thing. To like be able to breathe a little bit. Like every time I open my Gmail, I'm getting some donations and it's all going back to like performing more and groceries and stuff like that. So I really figured out how to be a comedian during the pandemic.
0: So you just have your, your Venmo link.
1: Yeah. It's in, it's in my bio. And if like one of my videos does really well, I'll just go in the comment section. I'll say, thanks everyone. Uh, donation info in my bio, love you all you know or, or whatever. Ah. And people will just Not not a lot of people donate, but enough people were like, I don't have to worry about food for the week.
0: Seriously? Week after week your food is covered by
1: Yeah, yeah. Like just for the past two weeks, I don't know. It's probably gonna probably gonna, you know, fizzle out at some point, right? So but for now it's good.
0: That's interesting.
1: I hope so. I feel like I'm babbling a lot. But no, <laughs> no, no, to- no. I'm
0: a terrible host, so it's no. <laughs> this,
1: this is working out. No, you know, I, I guess I've always kind of had this, um, I guess, like a little bit of resentment from, not, you know, I people who love touring, I think that's great. I don't like it when people like touring and they look down on people who don't like touring. I think that's, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I
0: don't think, I mean, I, people should do whatever they want to do, but I think there are people who look down upon touring more than touring people look down upon. Oh, oh, is that right? I don't, Yeah, you know, I said that, I don't even know if what I agree with what I
1: just said. Yeah, it might, yeah, you just put it out there. We should fight so that you get the Yeah, let's get you know? spice it up. <laughs> um, no, you know, the one of the reasons why I don't, I might be more open to touring is cause like that, so that weekend you saw me at Clusterfest, I was on some really bad medication for like two years. Uh-huh. I have bi- I have bipolar disorder. It's another reason I don't really like traveling because my mood goes up and down so much. And I've dealt with it for like 25 years of depression that just kind of like wouldn't go away with anything. And then so from like 2017 to 2019... My, my psychiatrist didn't give a shit about me. So she gave me like five different medications that just completely numbed, numbed me. I uh-huh. couldn't laugh for two years. I couldn't laugh. I couldn't cry. I couldn't feel anything. I didn't enjoy food. I didn't enjoy music. I thought, like, if this is what happiness feels like. It fucking sucks, you know? So I don't even remember Clusterfest, really. Like, it's, it's like a blur to me. Like, I don't remember anything from two years. And then I got on the right medication in... October of last year and my depression completely went away for like the first time in 25 years. Oh, that's great. So anyone who has, who has talked to me before October of 2019, I feel like they haven't really met me yet.
0: Like yeah, I don't I even mean, feel like my,
1: my, I don't even feel like my life started until 10 months ago.
0: So did you get a new doctor? Is that what you did?
1: Yeah. I got on my girlfriend's health insurance and she actually did like a full evaluation on me. She diagnosed me, she gave me the right medication and it, it's, it completely just vanished. I didn't even know it was like this possible to would be so happy. And so like now touring doesn't seem as bad as it used to, if that makes sense. Like it, it's not as, I feel like I'll be okay if I, if I right. toured, but it, before then I just didn't ever want to leave the house or do anything.
0: Well, lucky for you, you won't be able to tour even if you want to. <laughs> yeah, lucky for all of us, right? <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is with the, back to the touring thing is that what bothers me and people who are, are snobs about not touring, that's, I think okay. that's what bothers me. I mean, if you just okay. don't like travel, or whatever, million reasons. But people are like, they won't get me in this. Like, they're going to get you. <laughs> you'll be all you right. You know, that's
1: a that's a very fair criticism. I think I'm I'm one of those snobs, and I'll be more careful about that. I get I mean, very def- I get very defensive because it's like, who started it, right? Like, you know, who's looking down on who more? So uh, right. I think I should be more careful about that.
0: Because you know, you will get as you get more TikTok famous, you'll get be you'll get people who are. You know or into what you do and they'll be like oh this person's coming to the city and i don't see a lot of comics who i relate to and then right then you get this cool show that you do and then you get a little money yeah then you go back to your courtyard by marriott and uh
1: <laughs> you know I'm, I'm more open to touring now you made it sound so cool
0: i'll do follow-up to the, the where are those tour dates do you even have a website <laughs> No, I don't have a website. Wow, I need that stuff. that's so funny! You're like you're the internet person. We're like oh, website. Whoa, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I miss his internet, but whoa, oh, whoa.
1: No, I like, just Zoom and uh, no, no uh, TikTok and all that stuff. Yeah. Why don't you have a website? I don't know. It, you don't I never... tour. You
0: don't have a website. I, this, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. No, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just curious. I am curious.
1: No, you know what I. I didn't plan any of this stuff. I um, I did a, I did my first open mic in April of 2012, and I was just going to do it once, and it killed myself, right? Oh. And then I ended up doing Ooh. a good job, and I'm like, well, I can't kill myself now. i did, got to do another open mic. And I just kind of – now it's eight years later, and it's kind of – I'm just still doing comedy. I never had any long-term plans to make it or to be famous or any of that stuff. I just so you've of, only
0: been doing it eight years?
1: Yeah. I did one show – in high school My high school talent show I did it I bombed the audition uh-huh. Uh huh So I, I bombed it so badly That I would Apologize after every joke And then I would start crying After every joke I bombed the audition so badly In front of like Seven of my classmates And then They told me that Um Well Even though you bombed the audition We don't have enough acts So <laughs> You're gonna be in the talent show I'm like oh Jesus fucking crap Are you kidding me So my first show was in front of 300 people And I I won the talent show I got Oh to, I got a standing ovation. I did a very horrible Mitch Hedberg impression at the time. You know, like you kind of just imitate who you like. Yeah. Hello, everybody. I'm in high school. Like I just, I didn't realize. So, yeah. I hope there's no video out there. It's horrible. But, um, and then yeah, it, it took me eight more years to get back up. Like I was just, oh, it was a fluke. You know, like, um, it was always in me. But yeah, I didn't really start doing it until uh, 2012. But that's an
0: interesting three- uh, lesson about audiences, though. Like. Which you learn, of course, as you do more shows. That one night and the next, like you bombed hard and then destroyed.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. With the same jokes, sometimes right, right in
0: front of you know, probably more frightening circumstances, being three hundred yeah. people. But yeah. Yeah. Do you? Uh, <laughs> so you didn't. So have so you done the road at all? I, that's I keep bringing it up, but I'm I stop did. I it did.
1: Up. I did one show in uh, a city called Yukaipa. I don't know if you know where that – it was like in the middle of nowhere in California. Just okay. like a – just the worst city I've ever been in in my life. Like just um, – if anyone here is listening from Ukipa, I'm sorry, but I don't think anyone is. But it was like um, we stayed in a, mo- uh, a motel, you uh-huh. know, like where – I never stayed in a motel before and they were like – Probably it was like dirty and shit, you know, like it, it, it was a terrible city. I hated the travel. Um, I liked who I was with, but I was like, oh, God. And then so we get to the venue. One thing that is so cool to go to your point, though, is that they were so desperate for entertainment in that city.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: were one of the best crowds I've ever performed in front of because they had nothing else going on. Right. That's kind of what I realized from doing comedy from different places is that like the better the city is, they're not as good of a crowd as like a really shitty city. I don't know if that's kind of been your experience at all. Yeah,
0: that, that can be a thing where they, they just are like – I mean please I wrote a whole book about that but where they – Oh, really? It's like,
1: <laughs> please don't leave. Please don't leave us. We have nothing here. There or was yeah, like if,
0: an, a, Yeah, there was like A&W restaurants.
1: I'm like, okay, this is a bad city, you know?
0: Right. If you go to Chicago, they're, they're, they get everyone comes through there. But if you go to a city in Mississippi or Mobile, Alabama or something, then they're like, oh, yeah. wow, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't expect that.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I did a show in Hawaii actually. I co headlined a headline show in Hawaii in 2015 and they didn't like anything dark at all. Like they shut down completely anything dark or I'm like, oh, you guys live in fucking paradise. You don't even – you don't want to hear about my horrible joke about incest porn or whatever. I'm just ruining your night. They're like, Hello, <laughs> Have you looked
0: outside? <laughs> we're, just,
1: we're trying to get away from
0: that
1: shit. But the open mic in Hawaii – was like the same open mic and everywhere else. In the, I in the went crowd. to an open
0: mic in Hawaii. I I you did? stopped by one and I had to leave because it was just so. It's just one of those open mics. I do that on the road. I'll go to visit an open mic. Yeah. Same night as my show, and sometimes there, I just get. I'm just very into respecting performers. So if I right. walk in and ha- and there's eight people in the audience and five of them are talking, I just, oh, I just got have to get out of there.
1: Oh, I hate. Oh my God, one of the worst things about just. Open mics was just like um, you're about to go on stage and half the comics just leave the room. It's like oh, what what the fuck am I even doing? Like you guys are the worst people in the world. <laughs> like you can't even like stay in the room to support your fellow comics and shit. You know I don't right. I don't miss open mics at
0: all because of that. The um, did you like Hawaii? Was that your first trip there?
1: Um, you know it was too it was actually too relaxing for me. Yeah, like, I thought I would like that, but it was like it was so slow. Like. You go to a restaurant and you wait for your bill for like half an hour. And it's like, hey, can you get our bill? And it's like, sure, man. Like they just – the concept of time doesn't even exist in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, like, on, <laughs> Where
0: are
1: you headed to? Sister? Yeah, so it was too much of that. I, I didn't like Hawaii as much as I thought I would.
0: I was there last year and I, I, there were times I was like, I'm kind of lonely. It's beautiful, but I'm
1: – Yeah, lonely, right? It's like isolating.
0: Yeah. I guess Hawaii is not a place you go by yourself. Yeah, I guess unless you want to, then.
1: Do you usually travel by yourself?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I usually travel alone, and I try to, I try to bring friends when I can, or yeah. I or I'll get a local recommended to me, and they'll drive me around like four oh, cities nice. or something. Yeah, but yeah, even that's a little weird because you're like I'm driving a car with someone I just met, but they're usually yeah. nice people. I usually vet them a little bit, so they're like I don't just are they like someone-
1: they're like f- fans of yours.
0: No, 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 these are opening acts, I should say.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. no, no, oh, I, I don't, see. I don't
0: put my fans <laughs> you to work. Just like, yeah, I thought that's
1: what you were, I'm like, that's pretty oh, cool. No, that's you just terrible, kind of yeah.
0: You want to be on the guest list? You drive me 11 hours. Oh, that's terrible. You
1: can, yeah, there's a power structure thing, power dynamic, you can really take advantage of that. Do you
0: go to a lot of live shows of uh, any sort?
1: Um, Not as many, like I, I went to, um, I went to see Norm Macdonald back in like 2018, like, I, you know, I, um, I used to go to more, like, live shows at, like, um, clubs and stuff, but no, not really. I just – I'm kind of boring. I kind of like to stay at home and just chill out on my phone.
0: Yeah. yeah? You're on your phone at home? Yeah, all the time. On my phone. Do you live, does your girlfriend live with you?
1: Yeah. Actually, I'm in her office right now because oh, my internet in connection office. is – yeah it's like it's a beautiful office and i um my internet connection is really shitty like outside so Uh uh, she actually works in this office she's actually working right now in the living room with shitty internet connection because i'm like look i gotta talk to todd berry all right can you like (laughs)
0: like, she goes i'll deal with shitty internet connection i see i know what an opportunity this is yeah go go into my good can i ask what she does or is that personal
1: um she's a copy editor. I don't want to say from where or anything, okay. but she's also a comedian too. Okay. We met we met doing stand up comedy and she is um she works full time to keep the lights on. So I'm glad that I'm finally making some money. I think uh, she it, I'm not an investment or whatever, but I think that like if I was not making money for a long time, it'd be like I don't think you're ever going to make it, you know, <laughs> like so Yeah. Just checking the recordings for going on. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. how the levels look pretty good I hope so
1: I think everything's recorded when you record on Zoom you have them. to have
0: like eight backups that's what that's yeah. what we're talking about right now <laughs> people at home oh okay yeah that's good um, so so she's a comic as well
1: yeah we met in Orange County doing stand-up comedy for a while we were doing a show called The Unconventional Lesbians uh-huh. and it was like a duo like she would do half an hour i would do half an hour and then on stage together we would talk about our whole relationship for half an hour. See that like, is
0: a type of thing you could bring on the road. See i you know
1: what i was actually i actually think cuz i've been putting her videos up on tiktok too now i'm like um promoting her stand up cuz i think a lot of stuff she was doing was a, ahead of her time. Like uh-huh. she's basically doing comedy back then everyone's doing the same shit now. She was doing that stuff like 4 or 5 years ago when no one gave a shit. So, like, now I'm putting it on TikTok and I, people want to see us together again. So I think if we ever had the opportunity to, like, take our show on the road, I think that's something I'd be really excited to do. Because, I, you know, I like to travel with her. Yeah. You know, so I think that Make would actually. Make it pleasant. Yeah. This, is, this podcast is to convince me to go on the road, right? I, I've do, had this conversation
0: do, with other people before. But, um, <laughs> I hope I'm not being too heavy handed about it. No,
1: no, no, no. Now I think I, think I know what your podcast is about now. You, I Really, I su- don't
0: know what it's about. But. You
1: succeeded. You're just trying to get people to go on the road <laughs> and stop being snobs about it.
0: Like now that there's no travel anywhere, I, it's really the time to start planning those tours. <laughs> so you yeah. like being at home?
1: I like it too much. I'm, I'm actually kind of worried how much I've been enjoying. I, I hate
0: being at home. Like even yeah, though like I, that. I have a pretty nice apartment, but uh, I don't know. I just get – I'm a very antsy person.
1: Yeah, I used to have that. I had it for – I I was, um, when I was on the bad medication, especially, I couldn't even be by myself for like five minutes without thinking I was going to kill myself. Like Uh I was antsy and I was like, the walls were closing and stuff, but all that stuff is kind of faded now. And, uh, I, I just really enjoy everything I like doing is at home, you know, um, like writing jokes and putting together videos, cooking, cleaning, jacking off, and napping—all uh-huh. that stuff—is all I want to throw it all. Well, in.
0: Well, oh, is this a
1: clean podcast? This is a G-rated. It's
0: G-rated. <laughs> we'll get rid of that later. Don't worry. We'll, we'll make that work. Yeah. Hey, uh, what do you cook?
1: Uh, I started making some pulled pork recently. That's like, we have an instant pot. I'm good at making like pad thai and oh, I had pad, thai. I had frozen
0: pad thai today. Oh, really? Yeah. I just impulsively bought it at Whole Foods. Oh, okay. You you ate ate it frozen? I did. I didn't even... I was just so hungry. I just shoved the frozen. No, I didn't. It wasn't that good. As far as microwave, it was fine, but it's still... I make really good Pad Thai. Oh, man. I think the way to make Pad Thai... People put too much sauce on it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I have like very little sauce in the Pad Thai I make.
0: Spicy? What what level of spice are we talking
1: about? Not, not, Not super spicy. Just a little bit. A little bit of red peppers.
0: You're Vietnamese, right?
1: Yeah. Do you make pho? No, I don't know how to do I don't know how to make pho or any of that stuff. Oh, I said it wrong? I'm sorry. I thought I was No, you said no, it. you no you said it you said it right. Yeah, you kinda of perked up.
0: Like, Are we, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said pho, you kinda of like leaned in God, a little bit. He's really smart,
0: he's really enlightened.
1: <laughs> he doesn't um, say pho. You know, I actually started cooking when I met my girlfriend. I didn't have a job. Uh-huh. I didn't have really much anything going for me except I was kind of a good comedian. And I was like, if I don't learn how to cook, she's going to fucking leave me. So I just like <laughs> learn how to cook. Like, the like I'm like, every time I cook a good meal, I'm like, she won't leave me for at least another two weeks. Like, it, right. every time I cook something was like buying me like more time in the relationship. What
0: are you going to have tonight?
1: I'm going to make more pulled pork. Like tonight, I just have the ingredients and everything. It's like her
0: favorite sandwich. Do you like... Do you like slow roasted? Is it like a thing where?
1: Yeah, you kind of just like you, you sprinkle it, you cut it up, and then you put it in the instant pot for like forty oh, an minutes. Pot. And okay. Yeah, the instant pot is what I've been using lately. Yeah.
0: Because my friend made pork shoulder once. He's like, "Yeah, I gotta get up at five in the morning to put this on the grill." It's like, <laughs> like, like, knock It'll be done out. in two days, right? Yeah, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, 18- <laughs> like yeah, I'm gonna, restaurants everywhere. You can just <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else we need to talk about. So, do you? You? What's your? Uh, do you have what are your dreams? I don't mean like at night, but like Do you uh, want to have you want your own TV show, do you want a talk show?
1: Um You know, I I I don't know, you know, all this stuff is so new to me. Um like when I say my life didn't start until like ten months ago, I really mean that. Like I never when you're suicidal for like 25 years, you don't think about tomorrow. You think about getting through like the day. You think about getting through the hour, you know? That's like kind of most of my life. So now it's like now I have to think about my dreams and I haven't really thought about it because I I just enjoy not being depressed so much. I just kind of wake up and I'm just kind of happy now and I'm just enjoying that. But I think now that I'm getting kind of a fan base a little bit, I have to start thinking more. So like if I had to be put on the spot, I think I want to write a book one day. Um, I do want my own TV show. Um, I think I was kind of, kind of come up with some ideas for like a TV show for myself. I don't want it to be focused on me being transgender, but I want it Uh to be like kind of a side plot, like almost like it's just a thing that happens, but I don't really harp on it. I think that's kind of what's missing now with trans entertainment is that it's so, it's so tragic and it's so like emphasized on being trans. Everything is trans, 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 trans. You know, I want it to just be like a thing in my life. And, um. I don't want a talk show. I think I think the grind would be too much for me. Yeah, that
0: seems brutal, right? It seems brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do this once a week and I'm like, fuck. This <laughs> yeah,
1: you're going to have to take a nap after this, I right? Need, I need
0: I need to. I need to smoke some pork or something. But, uh,
1: <laughs> get up at five in the morning.
0: And- so this this previous uh therapist you had, how were you how, how did you have the strength to switch to say, "Oh wait, maybe I go to a bad doctor if you were all medicated up on this?" I
1: I was on uh I took some shrooms. Uh-huh. Um, I had the worst mushroom trip of my entire life. It was like, it was the worst 20 minutes of my whole life It where everything hurt. Like everything in my body hurt. Like it felt like I was like on top of a mountain that was snowing. I can't explain it. You know, it's a bad shrooms trip. And um, I just kind of said to myself like, oh my God, you're in bed all the time. It has to be your medication. You have to get off of this now. Uh-huh. So I got off of. Four medications in a row, cold turkey, without telling anybody. I didn't tell my doctor. I didn't tell Kate. I just wanted to get off these medications, like, (laughs) ASAP, you know? So in September, I was off all my medications, and my bipolar click. All the feelings came back. I was able to laugh again and cry again and all that stuff, but it was so erratic that it was unsustainable. I needed to be medicated again, but a different one. So that's kind of how I went through that whole
0: process. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you take anti-anxiety meds? I just started taking them. I don't usually reveal personal stuff, but I do.
1: Oh, um, I, I agree that to people. I'm sorry that I if I brought that out of no, you. No, no, um, no.
0: I I'm so, I brought it out of me.
1: Um, you yeah, I don't take I used to take an anti-anxiety medication, but it really numbed me. Like the thing about bipolar is that it's like it's hard to know the right medication because if you give like someone with bipolar like an antidepressant, then like the depression might go away, but the mania goes up. So like this fight or flight happens, and if you give someone like an anti anxiety, they might get like really numb or really uh-huh. tired. So I'm on a mood stabilizer right now. It kind of just stabilizes my mood, so I, I'm not I don't go up and down too much. Okay. How is the How is the anti anxiety working? I don't know. I've just
0: been taking it a couple of weeks. Um, I, oh, okay. I, I, it might be fine. I don't know. I can't say I'm walking around happy. So I don't know if it, Maybe I'm expecting too much.
1: Do you? Do you? Are you usually happy?
0: No, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, what's happy? I mean, it's hard to be happy for me with what's going on.
1: Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I only know about your life from that episode of Louie, so I'm not really...
0: Well, that was uh, fiction.
1: Oh, I know it was fiction, but I was like, I know it's mostly fake, but how much of this is real, you know, like just to get your name changed on the
0: door, right? That that that? is the type of something that I would would be bothered by. But I don't have Um, like a free donut source at a diner.
1: Oh, okay. So it was all fiction? None of that was, Well, I mean, uh, I think
0: it's, it was sort of, uh...
1: Emotionally true at all? <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Uh, I'd say it was, it was a much heightened kind of, uh...
1: Oh, okay. Reality.
0: Yeah, I mean... I'm more boring than that boring character. No,
1: I don't think... <laughs> I think it was... I mean, it was funny, so...
0: No, it was a funny scene. Yeah. Um... I don't think it's anything else before we say goodbye. This was this time flew by, Robin.
1: I think that's a good sign, right? I think I talked too much during it. No, 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 I
0: like when the, by, the what? go ahead. By the way,
1: how did you how did you find find out about I I'm surprised that you even contacted me. I thought I don't know. I thought that um like we have different worlds, you know. I always thought like maybe um like your your fan base wouldn't like me for some reason. I don't know why. Oh I they probably won't, but who cares? <laughs> It's true, yeah. They are they,
0: gonna hate you, but uh, yeah. Oh, I just yeah. <laughs> well, I saw you at. Uh, I'm aware of you, and I saw you at Clusterfest. Oh, okay. And I, uh, you know, I said, all right. Yeah. I bet you'd be a good guest. And uh, I just I just talk
1: so much shit online that I just assume everyone secretly hates my guts. Like, I oh, guess. do you
0: do you trash comics? I have,
1: yeah. Have you um, trashed
0: me? And I don't know. <laughs>
1: No, no, I've never tried. No, no. Like That'd be ever... funny. You're like, why'd you have me? Like this
0: all this shit I never read. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the worst comic overrated piece of shit. Oh god, <laughs> I wouldn't have had you as a guest.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy you had me on as a guest. I was just like, um, I just, I'm never aware of how people are aware of me. All oh, this is so new to me. You know. Did so. you
0: just do Eddie Pepitone's thing? I did yesterday. Yeah, I watched. So, yeah, and also, uh, You watched it? How was it? the for
1: the masses special did you see the
0: oh, no, special no, i didn't see that yet i'm talking about did you do his oh
1: i did um i honestly like i um i i don't do well when i have to kind of riff short little quips oh so i think i mean i think he liked me and people said you know i'm very hard on myself when i feel like i didn't do a good job with someone i
0: like uh-huh. so i think that sure was did, a yeah. Really,
1: yeah, but you know, you get so, you know what I mean. You get the self consciousness afterwards. Like I shouldn't have said that. I should have said more. Yeah. I should have Done this. Oh,
0: again. I, yeah. I've obs- I still obsess over like things. Like oh, I was on the Seth Meyers show. I was, Why did I phrase that joke that way? It's not clear.
1: Oh yeah, I know. I know it's exactly which one you're talking about too. The I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> what well, if I every, just told you that? <laughs> yeah, everyone. All of LA knows about that moment. It's yeah, the,
1: you go on the clip. It's at three minutes moment. and seventeen seconds.
0: <laughs> I saw a comic once on. Uh, TV, where they clearly forgot a call. They did a callback,
1: and they forgot yeah. the, the. They joke forgot before. to set it up the
0: first time, <laughs> and it was so painful because, like, you could just see it. And they're like, oh. They saw it in their face. It felt so bad. You they're
1: know, like, oh. you know the wor- you know the worst thing that happened or in Orange County. I do this joke about coming out to my mom. Right. This uh-huh. is the this is the worst thing about when you have a three minute joke and they don't laugh at the setup, mm-hmm. and you have to finish the joke. And you're like. This is going to be a long three minutes. I yeah. like, It's a when longer idea. When you are dying with an act out. <laughs> yeah. Like Orange County did not like my joke about coming out to my mom. They didn't – they weren't offended. They just didn't get it. You know, right. like what, is, what the fuck is – are you transgender? Like they don't even understand. So like I just be like, born boy, brain girl, like yelling this jo- just to complete silence it did <laughs> at the improv, you know. So those are the worst.
0: You should go back to Orange County and just book your own show somewhere.
1: I should do that. Yeah.
0: Give Orange County a second chance. Yeah. Right. Um, <coughs> yeah. So you did Eddie Papatone and this, you did like Letterman and, and, and Carson in the same day. The same yeah, week. I You're going to be overexposed.
1: I'm anything? sure, I'm, I'm sure your audience is going to be like, "What this is woke shit, you know, or whatever. No,
0: no, 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 no. Do you have anything you want to plug before we say goodbye?
1: No, I just am on Robin RobinTrans04 on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. I just had – I had a special on Hulu for uh, a year and um, I have all, a lot of those clips are just online now. I'm just like kind of rotating the clips out because it's not on Hulu anymore.
0: OK. Yeah. Well, check out Robin's comedy, everyone. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being here. This was good. Thank you so much, Todd. I'll see you somewhere in California probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because you don't I'll go on the you. road. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> see you later. Thanks. i see you. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed that. Thanks to Robin Tran. And um, thank you to Starburns Audio, who bring you this podcast. Go to starburns.audio for this and other podcasts. And I'd like to thank Christy Coffey at Starburns, Jason Smith, and Jessica Gutierrez, who is engineering this episode and mixing it and doing all that sound stuff that I don't know how to do. We'll see you soon, everyone. Goodbye. Starburns podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.